My reading this morning comes from Isaiah chapter 45, starting with verse 12. It is I who made the earth and created mankind upon it. My own hands stretched out to the heavens. You know, the last couple of three times I've done this, I was nervous. Man, I was nervous. Make me out of four pages of notes up here to look through. And every time I'd look at them, it just confused me. I get lost. And Wayne says, "I throw them things away. God will put the words in your heart, on your on your mind, in your mouth." I said, "All right, I'm going to try that." So, here we go. How many of y'all believe that God is such an awesome God that He can do anything He wants to do? His any desire that He wants, He could do it. Right? Y'all agree? All right. We know that if he wanted to, he could snap his fingers or blink his eye or whatever he wants to do, and he could make all of the 7.3 billion people on this planet show allegiance and have allegiance to him and do his bidding. He could, just like that. We would be like puppets and we'd do whatever he said. Well, thank goodness. My God and your God doesn't work that way. He gave us this little thing called free choice. We get to make up our mind what we do. Now, I want each of you to take your hands. I want you to hold them up right in front of you. And I want you to not look at me. I want you to look at your hands, front and back. Look at them. Think of all the lives and all the things that you have done in your life that you did with your hands. If I had to make a title for today's talk, it would have to be Hands, because that's what I'm going to talk about. Uh, God has a way of taking everyday, ordinary people like you and me, and we work through His will, with our hands to do his work. I mean, God doesn't just come down here and say this or that. He depends on us to do it for him. Uh, the Bible is full of stories about people that uh, did things with their hands. I mean, all the famous stories in there are people that use their hands. Take, for instance, Noah. He used his hands to do what? Build the ark at God's instruction with God's help. Now let's move on up to Noah. I mean from Noah to Moses. All right? What did Moses do with his hands? He parted the Red Sea. Now we know he couldn't do that. He had to do that with God's help. He took his staff and stuck the rock in the desert two times. Out came water. All his people were starving for water, dying of thirst. He caused water to come forth. He brought down the Ten Commandments from the mountain with what? His hands. So, <clears throat> time after time in the Bible we have stories. What about Jesus? 
How many people did Jesus touch with his hand and heal? He picked 12 ordinary, common people, just like you and me, to be his disciples. He didn't pick kings and queens and important people. He picked common, ordinary people. And when the Holy Spirit came upon them, what did they do? They used their hands to touch, to heal. The 12 of them started Christianity as we know it. Well, I got a couple of instances here I'd like to talk to you about the use of hands. And one of them happened here a couple of weeks ago. Uh, how many of y'all ever took your kids shopping? Like Walmart or uh, even United or heaven forbid to the mall. And you know how hard it is to keep up with two kids or three kids, right? So two weeks ago, we have three pair of hands from this church, which I'm going to call names, Misty, LaDonna, Jackie. I saw six hands gather up 25, 28 kids, I don't know how many. They gathered them up. Misty went ahead, went to Vernon, carried them, transported a bunch of them to Vernon. The rest of us met up there. She went in early, made sure we had tickets, a place to sit so we could all sit together. Afterwards, we went out to Brahms, had ice cream. Not one problem out of any of the kids. Everything went smooth. As far as I know, we didn't leave anybody behind or had to go back. And it's just amazing how the hands work together for the good of God. I mean, I know God was there. Now I'm going to tell you all another story. And this, this may be a little bit of a testimony. And if you want to throw rocks at me or a Bible or whatever, go ahead. But uh, on Good Friday this year, Wayne was all pumped up, ready for Easter. I mean, that's his time of the year. He loves Easter weekend. It's a lot of work for him, but he doesn't mind. He loves it. And he fell ill up here at the church, in the prayer room, in the war room. And Donna, praise God for you being in the right place, for using your hands to get him to the hospital. Now, when she got him up there, another set of hands took over, our doctors and nurses at the Hardman County Hospital. And they got him somewhat stabilized. And I went up there and I saw Wayne. I was there. And I'm telling you all, he was in a bad way. Most of us don't realize how bad he was. Uh, I think it's about 8.30, 9 o'clock, I don't know. They were going to transport him to Lubbock by helicopter. And Mary and I walked up there. And it took them a little bit, you know, like it always does. And they came out with Wayne on a stretcher. And his face was as white as his hair. Now, I'm not trying to make a joke. That's the truth. And we didn't know it then, and none of the doctors up here did, but Wayne 
was truly close to death because he had lost 72% of his blood. 72%. Well, they got him in the helicopter. We were all standing over on the sidewalk and teary-eyed and having prayer. And You know, we... Man, it didn't look good. And they got in the helicopter and they took off. And we found out later that he had to have two units of blood on the way to Lubbock. Now, we got another set of hands taking care of him right now. We got the people in the air evac life team is taking care of him. And Wayne's laying here in a helicopter. He's headed to Lubbock. And really, he's out of it. He doesn't really realize anything. But he remembers one thing from this trip. He remembers someone's hand. You told me this yesterday. He remembers someone's hands touching his face in the helicopter. Now, was it one of the nurses? I don't know. I prefer to think it was somebody else. Wayne gets on to Lubbock. Air, the aircraft lands, they get him into the hospital. And here yet another set of hands takes over to take care of him. And he's wheeled into the MICU, is that what it's called? Wheeled into the MICU, which is a medical intensive care unit. And at which point, Wayne is in a coma. He's in a coma, folks. Uh, this was on Friday evening. Well, as y'all know, we went out to Lubbock on Easter Sunday to be with the kids. And Monday morning, I went out to the hospital to see Wayne. I knew he wouldn't be able to talk to me. I got there, and I'm telling y'all, I was not prepared for what I saw. My friend, my buddy, my pastor, all of y'all's pastor, was laying there in that hospital bed. And the only way you could tell he was alive was by the beep of his heart monitor and the rhythm of the breathing machine. He couldn't move a muscle. I mean, he was just there. And... I was, man, I was upset. And I sat down there by Donna, and we started talking a little bit. And I was watching Wayne, of course. Jay was there. I talked to Jay for a few minutes, and he had his girlfriend there, and he was telling me how he met her. God had brought them together, he and her, because both of their boys played ball together and that's how he met her and Ashley was sitting right over here and she was telling me about Savannah and if y'all can believe this or not she graduates this year that's hard to believe but she graduates this year and she was telling me about uh, her plan to go to Virginia and go to school that she's kind of really interested in politics and uh, I gave her my condolences and told her it's really pretty up there in Virginia. There's, it's just, to, for me, there's too many people where we went. 
But uh, uh, Donna was telling me about her granddaughter, which is coming past now. She had a, an event on the 15th, and she was going to go home for that. And all while, I had my eyes on Wayne. He just laying there, and I was kind of worried about it. No, I was more than more, more than kind of worried. I was worried, and I don't know. I'm not going to say I heard God speaking to me because I really didn't. But I felt this verse come into my mind. It says, "Don't let your heart be troubled." I got this. He's in my hands now. Jim, he's in my hands. And I don't know, I, a kind of peace came over me. And really, I realized, hey, what can I do anyway besides pray? I mean, I was just a spectator, just sitting there, went by the scene. Uh, it wasn't two minutes after I'm thinking this, and I don't know if it was a physician's assistant or if it was a doctor that came in. The young man that came in and the charge nurse was over here. And he came in and he started giving us a report on Wayne's condition. He says, well, I believe he's turned the corner. He's going to be, we're going to start waking him up, gradually bringing him out of this coma. And at that time, while he was talking to, to everybody there, the nurse over here has a whole bunch of, drugs, different vials, and she's taking her little uh, scan tool and reading the drugs and airing it in the computer, and she put just a little bit in his IV. And she'd look at her watch, and she'd wait a little bit, and she'd put a little more in there of something else. And I don't know, there were four or five drugs that they gave him. And he never started stirring while I was there. Uh, but I do know that later on that evening, he did kind of wake up. And he told me yesterday, as he was waking up, he had a momentary bit of clarity, I guess, and he felt like his body was laying back and it was weightless, like it was drifting up. And he asked the doc, he says, Doctor, am I going to die? Doc said, No, you're not going to die, Wayne. You're not going to die. Not today. So... Within three, four, or five days, uh, I can't remember exactly how long, he was in the hospital. He was discharged and, uh, from the hospital because they had done about all they could do. Now, I want you all to understand at this point, Wayne couldn't walk, except with a walker just a little bit. He couldn't even walk. His mind was still under the influence of all these drugs. His motor skills were bad. He told me he couldn't even take, he was so weak he couldn't even take the bottle off a cap of water, a uh, cap off a bottle of water. Could not do that. And when he got out of rehab, or got out of the hospital, he went to rehab. Okay? Now I know you were conscious then and everything's going on and you were probably feeling pretty bad. Pretty bad. But here, another set of God's hands take over at the rehab. And they worked with him and worked with him. I mean, Wayne, 
He's got spirit, folks. He busted his rear with these people trying to get his strength back. He worked hard every single day trying to walk, trying to do these exercises, trying to do these memory games, everything. They worked with him constantly. I'm not talking about 30 minutes a day. I'm talking about all day, every day. Gradually, gradually he starts getting his strength back. He starts improving his clarity. Now, I didn't get to go see him while he was up there, but I could tell the difference when I talked to him on the phone from every day or two days. I tried not to bother him too much, but every day I could tell an improvement in his memory, his speech. I could tell he was coming around. And we have, I don't know how many people you had taking care of you at the rehab, but there were several different uh, areas that they were working with him on and uh, Friday a week ago right he was discharged from the rehab okay he's able to walk uh, he still had trouble picking his foot up stepping up over a curb or whatever but he's motivating on his own and folks this has only been three weeks since he was nearly dead. He nearly died up here. Now, I'm telling you, God can work miracles through our hands. He can. Now, when he left the rehab, whose hands did he go to then? Donna. Donna, thank you so much for all you've done, taking care of Wayne. I mean, you truly are a blessing to us, to Wayne. Uh, Wayne's just now began to realize it because he's a little thick-headed. How, how, how important and how monumental you've been in his recovery. And I hope that God blesses you in so many ways you can't count them. And guess what? Guess who brought him back to Quanah? Back to us. Whose hands drove the car? Donna. Yeah, she brought him back. And uh, I don't know how to even think about how many hands had a part from the time he was over here in the prayer room till the time he got back to Quanah in his recovery. Is it a month today? Is today a month since Good Friday? Was Good Friday the 28th? Right? Last Friday would have been four weeks, but I mean from the 28th to the 28th today, it's been a month to go from near death to sitting in here with us and worshiping with us. Folks, that is an awesome recovery. I don't care who you are or what you think. That, Wayne, that is awesome. And we are so proud of it. We give the credit to the Lord. Yes. You, you know this means that he's not through with you. At some point in time, when you get your strength back up, you're going to have to go back to work. <laughs> and we're looking forward to that. And I know you are. Now I want you all to do one more thing. I want you to hold your hands up again in front of you. Don't look at me. Look at your hands front and back.
You recognize those? You've seen them a million times, right? But who else's hands are those? They're not just yours. These are God's instruments for you to do His work. And I'm asking you this morning, as you look at your hands, are you doing everything you can that God calls you to do to do His work with your hands? Or do you just stuff them in your pocket and turn and walk on by? I'm asking y'all, and no, I'm challenging y'all to use your hands in any way you can to work for God. Because I promise you, He will bless you in more ways than you can imagine. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for being with us. We thank you for having Wayne back here in the sanctuary with us. It's such a joy for him and Donna to be here. I forgot, Lord, and I left something else out about hands. I wonder how many times two hands were put together and every knee was bowed praying to you for Wayne's recovery, Lord. We thank you for our hands and we pray that you would give us the wisdom, the strength, and the knowledge to use them to benefit you, Lord, in any way we can. For it's in Christ's name we pray it. Amen.